This podcast is now streaming on the Accounting Influencers main show. Subscribe to the Accounting Influences podcast to listen to more content just like this. You can also watch this episode on YouTube. Please like and subscribe to learn even more from the very best experts, thought leaders and influencers in the accounting and fintech world. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex. This is UK Matters in Accounting on behalf of the Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network. I'm Rob Brown here, our main interviewer, and we are continuing with our series of live interviews done at Accountex 2022. This is the last of these live interviews we'll be doing. We've covered almost 50 shows over the last few weeks, and in our UK-focused show, this is the biggest show in Europe. So who have we got coming up on this week's interviews? We have Carl Reader, the author of Bossit, runs one of the most innovative accounting firms here in the UK, huge personality in the accounting world. We have Richard Bruin, Joint Marketing Director at Progress Barnwell Bruin Limited, and he's well known in the profession, a mentor to many accounting firms. We have Steve Dempsey, General Manager of Canada for Diversified Communications. He's going to be launching an Accountex in Canada. Dates are in our show notes. And we have Caroline Hobden, the Duchess of it all. She works at Diversified and runs the UK portfolio for Accountex. She's the one that organized the whole show. So we got an interview with her at the beginning and we've got an interview with her after all the euphoria had died down a little bit. It's obviously really emotional. It's a big two day event. And then next week, we're going to have a wrap up from the whole show with a few key takeaways, maybe a little panel in place for you there with some thoughts on how it all panned out and where we are at a few weeks later on. So enjoy these shows. Thanks for subscribing, listening, downloading, and sharing it with your friends. Let's get on with the interviews. It's Accountex for a day one, and it wouldn't be Accountex without Carl Reader. How are you doing? I'm really good. Um, you're right, it wouldn't be Accountex without me, but normally I'm in the Fox, not here. Well, you're an ever-present. You've been coming to this for how long now? So, I was actually surprised uh, myself, but I, I looked at the videos of the very first Accountex, which I believe was 2012. Wow. And I saw myself- 10 years ago. 10 years ago. And for those of you who are at Accountex, you'll know that there's t-shirts, there's all kinds of different dress. Swag. Oh, yeah, swag. I stood out like a sore thumb wearing a jumper rather than a suit and tie. Okay. Well, you've never been one to conform to the no. dress code, Carl. No. So I'm trying to outdo myself today. I'm kind of going for the geography teacher yeah. out on a day trip look with the cords and the cardigan. Rocking it. it. Rocking it. Yes. Now, for people that don't know who you are, and they're not many, you've got your fingers in so many pies. So. Just give us a, a brief overview of what you're working on right now. Yeah, of course. So, look, I'm accidental accountant, uh, acquired the firm I was working in, did an MBO, became chairman. So that's DNT Chartered Accountants. I'm head of a practitioner's panel of the ACCA. I'm head of accounting, which is an ambassadorial role for Ignition. I also act as ambassador for a few other brands and government entities that are looking to reach a small business market. And finally, I'm an author. So I wrote Bossit recently, which was a best-selling book at WA Smiths and speaking on any stage I can find. Yes, and you clearly have more hours in your day than the rest of us, Carl. When you come to an event like this, how do you get straight in your own mind what you'll be doing? 
Okay, so it's difficult for you, it's different for you. It is. So in truth, with the Countex, um, I get involved in a lot of the sessions. So I've spoken three times today already. Okay. So actually, I don't have much time to go around the stands and to meet and greet. But what I do is I ask my team members to come along right. so that they can see the latest and greatest. They can find out what tech's going on. They can build rapport with our suppliers. And they find that a really good way of getting to know the wider industry but also it removes the filter because otherwise I would just be acting as a translator of what I believe yeah. their concerns and needs are, but actually they're embracing that change. You're not just bringing back what you think is happening. They can make their own take Absolutely. On. Yeah, no, that makes sense. The vibe's different. Are you sensing that relief that I am, Carl, that people after a couple of years out are pleased to get back Oh, Bob, person? it's been amazing, hasn't it? Yeah. So, because you're a relationship person. Yeah, so look, on the tube, yeah. there was probably two people in the whole cabbage wearing masks. Oh, wow. It actually felt like we were back to normal. Um, you mentioned the normal, but is, is it really? Uh, well, we, we don't know. And um, clearly, it's not gone away, has it? It's not gone away, and clearly we're going to have to be cautious of it. But I think that, particularly in London, and I think it's different in London to other cities, yeah. most of us who are out and about regularly in London have not just had COVID once, we've had it twice. We've all been jabbed, etc., etc. We know that it's something we just need to face up to. And I think today's evidence of that, you know, we've really been buzzing. We had a um, packed out theatre just here with people sat next to each other, no social distancing. And I get that some people are still cautious, but actually this is heartwarming to see that people are back out, back doing business and happy to see each other again. Yeah, are you getting a sense too, Carl, that there's been a bit of budget squirreled away because things seem to have lifted up a little bit, stands are a bit brighter, a bit sparkier, a bit more tech. Are you seeing that? Yeah, so there's definitely a change in the standard of stands. I think that yeah, we just need to look at all of these massive banners hanging down and different shapes and sizes. So it's been really good to see the investments been there from the suppliers. Now, clearly, they've got a commercial objective with that. They want to reach the firm owners. Um, but it's good to see. I think that what the general practitioner community will want to see is for some of that investment also funnel through into R&D and supporting the accountants. Yeah, that makes sense. What do you feel are the key skills and attributes that accounting practitioners are going to need to develop over the next few years to stay competitive and relevant? Okay, so one of my observations, and I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a fantastic talk, but it was a talk about cryptocurrency. Yes. And it was actually by a good friend of mine, Kev, and he was speaking, and half the audience wanted to know about tax. So not just the technical details of crypto, but the technical details of tax on crypto. The reality is, for an accountant to survive, let alone thrive over the next few years, they really need to be doubling down on operational skills, they need to be doubling down on strategic thinking, they need to be doubling down on sales skills. They need to become a more rounded professional than being the expert in tax or financial standards. You mentioned professional standards there. You're aligned with the ACCA, the Association of Chartered Certified yes. Accountants. What is their role, the Professional Association Institute's regulatory bodies, Carl, in driving that agenda for change and adopting some of these skills you're talking about? Yeah, so I, I believe they've got a vital role. And I believe that ACCA, ICAW, AAT, all of the others, you know, there are more than one, yes. they can all do more. They can all do more, and I'm a passionate advocate that they should do more to help take accountants from the perceived knowledge that they need, i.e. the technical standards, which is the bread and butter, that's the bare minimum you yeah. need. You need it, but it's to the get bare in the minimum. Game. Yeah. 
but actually to provide that level above. And I believe ACCA, I genuinely believe, are leading the way with that and providing the best content for their members and trying to support, but there's always more that we can do. And we're in an international world, aren't we? Yes. And uh, what's happening here in the UK is maybe a microcosm of everything else. And uh, what are you seeing internationally and how things are changing and shaking up? So it's interesting. Um, this show is looking really good, but I've been to a number of expos internationally. You travel all over Carlos. I have. So look, I was in Madrid last week and it was at the IFEMA Centre. Okay. And that's probably the equivalent in Madrid to the Excel in London. Got it. Okay, this so it's where we're right now, the Excel in London. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's the major exhibition hall, but it was empty. There was real fear and the attendees just weren't there. Um, they still have mask mandates, there's still a lot of concern about being out and about. Um, likewise in Paris, I was at the uh, Port de Versailles um, exhibition hall probably three, four weeks ago. Again, footfall was down. So I think we are leading the way in as events getting back to normal. Yeah. Um, I am visiting the States over the next month, um, going over a couple of times um, to the Javits Center and in Florida. So I'll see a bit more then to see if they are even further ahead. We don't know. Um, but it seems to me that the COVID regulations in nation by nation are determining the appetite to attend these kinds of events. But it is fantastic to see this. It's fantastic to see people around, a bit of a buzz, and we're allowed to handshake as well, which You've is amazing. You've missed that, haven't you? You've missed that buzz. I really, really have. Yeah. I'm a people person. Yeah, and let's say we're having this conversation in two or three years' time. It is hard to predict the future, clearly, with everything that's going on, but what kind of things do you think we might be talking about? You're pretty innovative, you're a pioneer. Where are you leading the council? Sure, so I think, that first things first, the pandemic will, whilst COVID might still be around, it will be normalised. It won't be a topic of conversation. Yeah. However, there will be certain recurring themes. There will be the theme of advisory. Yeah. We'll still be talking about the fact we need to do that and we're not doing it, etc., etc., which has been talked about year after year after year for 30 odd years. Of course. There will still be the theme of making tax digital and regulatory changes. Yeah. They will still continue and that will be something that accountants will need to be on top of. And there'll still be the push for soft skills. But I genuinely believe there'll be no substantial shifts, there'll be no massive innovations in technology, there'll be incremental improvements, there'll be no massive regulatory changes, there'll just be progress. So actually the conversations in three, four, five years time will be the same as today, just without talking about COVID. When we're talking about talent, we know there's a problem perhaps with the image of accounting and that less people are coming in or seeing it as an attractive career choice. Would that be fair? I, I think so. I think there is still a negative perception about the stereotype of an accountant, yes. about the role of the accountant, and it's not perceived to be a very fun job. Now, let's be honest, not many people say this, because most people say, oh, accountants <laughs> are sexy. We're not. It's a really boring job. You make it a bit more passionate. But there's the opportunity through the job to really make a difference to people's lives. Yeah. And that's what we need to focus on, is actually not what you do with the data in terms of process, yeah. but what you do with the data in terms of communication and impact. Yeah. Final question, Carl. You're working with 77 Ventures, you're working with Ignition. What are you seeing with the vendors out there in the way they're modifying what's happening, their R&D perhaps, the direction they're going in, and the way they're trying to get the ear of the accountant? So I think that the vendors are doing a very good job at educating the market and
and strengthening the market. So we're in a position now where most firms can buy enterprise level software, but even 10 years ago, we couldn't have dreamed of building ourselves. Yeah. You can buy it for a 10 quid a month subscription, 100 quid a month, whatever. Right, you, you can get it off the shelf. Yeah. Um, there is a risk to the profession of automation, and that risk of automation and disruption, I believe, comes from the banks. It comes from anybody else with a financial one-to-one -one relationship with business owners. The vendors, hopefully, they're there to help the accountants. Yeah. If they are, I think that they'll be trusted and will be the voice of the industry for some time. Quick final plug for Accountex. For people that haven't been, are thinking of coming, what would you say to them about next year's show, Carl? Just do it. Book <laughs> your ticket, come along, see what it's all about. Yeah. Well, that's been brilliant. Carl, really, thanks Fantastic. So Rob, good to see you, mate. Cheers. So we're at Accountex, it's day one, and I'm here with the legend that is Richard Bruin. How are you doing? It's just great to be here, isn't it? It's great to be back in the room and get this sort of bus. You sort of forget what it was like. You know, it's just fantastic. From the moment I walked in, it's just, yeah, we're all back, aren't we? Well, you've been to previous Accountexes, and I have, uh, I've interviewed you a few times, Richard. It, as you say, it must be a nice feeling to be able to see people in person. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, Zoom has been great for us all over the last couple of years, and I think it's helped us all to adapt our business models but you can't beat being face-to-face. -face. Yeah, I wasn't sure what the numbers would be. I knew that the, the, the sponsors would be here, that the trade guys would be here, but you know, would the accountants turn up? And it's just brilliant to see everybody coming up, not just in such good numbers, but with a smile on their faces and there's a conversation, there's a buzz around the place. So it is, it's just fantastic, it's great. We've got an international listener base here, Richard. How would you describe Accountex to people that have never been? Um, well, we, we work with quite a lot of firms abroad and I always say to them, it's. As far as I'm concerned, it's the professional show for accountants, uh, probably in Europe, certainly in the UK. So it's an opportunity for people to just find out what's going on. You know, we, we, we can be very, very heads down in what we do. We can be very, very sort of closed in our offices and our desks. Here's an opportunity to come out, to not just see what's happening tech-wise, what's happening in terms of systems and processes and products, but to listen to what's happening as well, and not just from the people around the state you know, who are giving the presentations, but just meeting other people, meeting other accountants, seeing what challenges they're facing, seeing what solutions they're coming up with. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a massive learning experience. And I, I challenge anyone to go away from something like this without ideas, without some more positivity. It's, you know, it's just, it's just great. As you can tell, I love it. <laughs> well, Richard Bruin, qualified chartered accountant, but you are also delivering sessions here, aren't you? Yeah. So you're helping those accountants get the education they need. What are you speaking about? Yeah, I'm talking about people, oddly enough. You know, we're surrounded here by tech, and, and that's sort of the point. We've, you know, we've, there's so much choice when it comes to the tech that can be used in firms these days, and, and it is you know, a critical part of business but it doesn't necessarily solve some of our key issues. You know, when it comes to changing client behaviour, when it comes to recruitment and retention and get the team engaged, and when it comes to the, the happiness levels in firms, they're people issues, yeah. and that's what I'm going to talk about today. And we hear a lot about employer brand these days, and if firms want to grow, they need to bring in the right people and fuel that growth. But an accounting firm differentiating themselves, setting themselves apart, culture must play a big part in that. It does, culture is huge, but equally that culture has got to be created right in the first place and then the brand has got to reflect it accurately. So I go back a lot to vision and values because you know, they are the things that influence everything else. If you're clear on your vision, clear on your values, and if you communicate that well, 
with your team and with your client base, with your marketplace. That's how you build a right, the right culture, it's how you get people engaged, it's how you change client behavior. But it all starts you know, with, with the you know, thing right deep down inside of all of us. Why am I doing this? What am I trying to do here? They're esoteric, deep questions for accountants that just say, hey, I'm just into the numbers. Yeah. I just want to do the tax. I just want to do the compliance. I just want to look after my clients. Why do I have to think about vision and values? What will happen to those accountants that miss that? I think they've still got a huge role to play. I think, yeah, that's where the efficiency of, and effectiveness of what they do is so important. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, we've, I've always said there's two types of accountants and in our, in our own business and in my own marriage, we see both types because I'm one type and my wife's the other type. True. So, you, yeah, there's, there's a massive place for the numbers and for the compliance and, and for, the, for the processes. It's still one of the biggest reasons why people use accountants. I just think that we've got more to make when it comes to building the client relationships and building the team relationships. So I think the key thing is, as an accountant, to know which sort of accountant you are and what sort of firm you want to be and not to get caught in the middle ground. I think that's where it gets painful. Yeah. Now in your role now, you mentor accountants, you coach them, you get alongside them and help them navigate the world that we're in. What skills, attributes do you feel accountants are going to need over the next few years to compete? I think it's the two big ones. One is communication and the second one is understanding. Just unpack those a little bit for us. Got to understand your clients, got to understand your team, got to understand how their needs and, and their desires are changing. So that's a key part of it. And you've got to be able to communicate your messages across to them. Yeah, if you're going to look to influence these people, both internally and externally, you've got to be good at your communication. You know, communication is a failure in any business, in all honesty, but it's an area where if you build it, you can get massive advantage over the competition because people just get what the world's all about. Your team understand what's expected of them. They buy into your goals, into what you're trying to achieve. You know, communication, as much as anything else, builds culture. I don't think there's an accountant that would argue with that, but they're not known as a breed for their communication skills. They're known for their technical capabilities. Yeah. How coachable do you feel they are as a race, if you like, Richard? Because you deal with the upper end, don't you, that really want to push on? Yeah, I think it's something we're becoming more and more aware of. And, and oddly enough, I think the last two years have, have really highlighted that for many people. Because yeah, with us not being in the offices and not being having clients coming in to see us, yes. we have to think about our communication. We have to think about it more strategically than ever before. Yeah. You have to think about how do people want to communicate with us? How can I communicate with people? How do I get my message across when I've not necessarily got a file in front of me where I can just sit down and go through the notes and queries? Mm. So I think that has actually helped the profession enormously. I, I see quite a trend in that direction. Tech helps because tech is offering us more ways of communicating. You know, but, but I think it's accountants have to be clear. Who's my marketplace? What sort of team I want? what sort of firm I'm trying to build here, and then make sure that they communicate that outwards, so then it, inwards it brings the right thinking and the right people. Yeah, and final question. Accountants will come to an event like this and be absolutely overwhelmed. They might come for a day, they might stay over and do both days. Loads of seminars, loads of conversations with vendors and their peers. There's a danger, Richard, isn't it, that they go back and do nothing. Yeah. How do we avoid that? I think we can't avoid it. I think they've got to make sure it doesn't happen. Yeah, if they come here, have a good day out, good couple of days out, and then go back into the office and nothing changes, then actually they've just wasted two chargeable days. Right. You know, it's down to the individuals to recognise that they've made a great step forward in coming here. Even if they will have come away with something. Yes. You know, and and it, even if they just implement that one thing, that makes it worthwhile. Yeah. You know, there's so many opportunities around here. You can get lost in it, I, I, I agree with that. And maybe sometimes you do need a bit of time to go away afterwards and just sort of 
think back and take it all in and think, okay, well, what actually, what's the big thing I've taken from that? What, what do I really want to influence? Yeah. But it comes, you know, ultimately, it's their responsibility, they have to act. Well, Richard Bruin, that's been great talking to you today. Thanks for your time. I enjoyed it. Thanks, Rob. Brilliant. I'm a Claire. Cheers, Richard. Thank you. Caltex is the flagship show of Diversified and I'm thrilled to have with me today from Canada, Steve Dempsey. Hello Steve. Hello, welcome. <laughs> this is your first London Accountex or are you a veteran of these things? Uh, this is my very first one, I'm a rookie. Wow, <laughs> how are you feeling about it? Do you like what you're seeing? Amazing, it truly is, uh, it's an experience. You look at it on paper, you look at it on the website, but when you get here it's it's just at another level. Now you're opening up Canada for Diversified, Steve, aren't you? Tell us a little bit about your plans. Uh, Diversified's been in Canada for about 20 years. Uh, but we've never run anything like an Accountex before uh, and last fall internally we were sort of thinking what can we do uh, and the decision was made to launch Canada, Spain and Australia all within the next 12 months. Wow, big plans then. Yes, yes. What have you seen here that you think you could replicate in Canada? Because the geography is very different isn't it? Uh, it is, it is for sure. Um, the bones are going to be very similar to London uh, in that we'll have, we'll have the exhibit floor, we'll have theatres going on concurrently. Uh, some of the things we're going to be able to, to borrow and steal, naturally some of the, some of the vendors cross because they're global. Yeah. Um, but honestly, a lot of the content and a lot of the, the streaming and thinking, it, it, it translates. Uh, the, the best part is, from what I've learned from everybody I've spoken to in Canada, surprisingly, Given the geography that Canada has, Canada's actually behind in the adopting technology curve. I would have thought intuitively we would have been first, given how much geography we have, yeah. uh, but there's, there's a lot of potential because we are actually behind, especially uh, UK, Australia, and other regions. And what kind of conversations have you been having, Steve, over the last couple of days? Uh, a lot of it is, oh, you're going to Canada? That's exciting. <laughs> okay. Come, come along. Yeah, yes, yes. There's been a lot of interest to uh, have the excuse. Well, it's a beautiful part of the world. It's not oh, well, that. thank you. I, I can't disagree. <laughs> and in terms of the conversations with accountants, what do you feel, certainly from the UK perspective, that they need right now? Uh, again, there really isn't a show in Canada, uh, kind of like Accountex here in, in the UK. Uh, that, that essentially serves up a neutral environment where everybody can come, the, the accountants can come and actually touch and feel and, and demo the different products and the different software and the different services that come with it to, to, make, it, to make it whole. So that, that's really the unique selling point of Accountex London and that's the spirit that we're going to bring to uh, to, to Canada. Pardon me, we're live, yes. so sneezes yeah, bless you. people walking by and everything else, we do get that a lot. And Steve, what's going to be the biggest challenge then of, I can see how you might get the vendors there, I can see how you can get the thought leaders or the speakers there and build up a, a CPE, CPD type program. Mm -hmm. Getting the accountants themselves there, do they have an appetite for what we're offering here in the UK, do you think? Uh, that will be a challenge. Right. There, there's no, uh, no sugarcoating that. Uh, we will be offering verifiable CP, CPD credits for, for CPAs. Uh, we've actually partnered with the Payroll Institute of Canada. Uh, payroll professionals will also earn credit for coming to Accountex Canada. Uh, and we're very close to working with the Canadian Professional Bookkeepers Association uh, in a similar fashion. So from a, from a credit, you know, accredited or, or credit point of view, we'll have that, that box to check. Canadians are by uh, you know, our DNA a little bit uh, reserved and might take a wait and see. 
Um, but more reserved than the British. Yeah, possibly, wow. possibly. We're cousins, so. <laughs> uh, but the market that we're probably going after is probably about 300,000 professionals conservatively. Okay. Uh, we're targeting to, to drive 1,000 over two days. I think it's an achievable target for the for the launch year, given the size that uh, the size of the market that we're going yeah. after. And Steve, you've got a, a big role in diversified. You've been with them how long now? Uh, a little over ten years. Okay, so you know the fabric, the structure. You know the grand plans. Is it global domination for diversified? Are you going to conquer the world? What's the vision? <laughs> Uh, Diversified does its best probably in the B2B space. Uh, there's a lot of great other uh, show organizers that do wonderful consumer shows and, and different things. Uh, in my opinion, at least in, in the North American space, we do, we do our best work when we're in B2B. Uh, and, and that's probably the knitting that we're going to stick to. And the accounting, FinTech world, plans there. Spain's uh, opened it up, I know that. Yeah, yeah, Spain, Australia, Canada, and obviously the UK. If, if, if we can launch and meet our, our you know, our self-imposed targets and, and those, those limits, you know, it would be wonderful to dream, to dream bigger for 2024, 2025. Well, we're thinking to 2023 already, I think. Oh, yeah. I've seen the, uh, yeah. I've seen so, the dates coming up behind us right there yeah. for London. So this thing takes a bit of planning, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it, it's probably two years out before another event might get launched. Yeah. Um, but again, a lot of it is listen to your customers, you know, listen, listen to the audience, what do they need, what do they want, and sky's the limit. Well, let me ask you what I, you feel they need. Accountants, CPAs, what skills, attributes are they gonna to need to develop over the next few years to stay relevant and competitive in your eyes? Oh, that's a good question. I think that's my job asking the tough questions. No, no, it's your it's job good. to answer them. Yeah, we can work that out. Um, I think it's hard to answer that as to one answer for sure, uh, one size right? fits all. The smaller firms uh, that have gone digital, I think that they will be more nimble, and I think they'll move faster and be and adapt faster. Um, with with COVID, in Canada and COVID, we've been extremely conservative. Um, the, there's a lot of still, uh, you know, work from home models, hybrid models, and everything else. I, I think the firms that have that have engaged that hybrid philosophy and a digital uh, IT stack, if you will, they will be more nimble and they'll be able to grow and take on more clients quickly. The, the medium-sized firms, hopefully they're already there. Yeah. Um, and, and the large firms, we know that they're there in some aspects, but there's also this kind of, you know, the, the, the thumb that sort of says you need to be in the office three days a week. So I actually think there's gonna be a lot of staff turnover um, in, in the market. And the you know as a as a CPA accountant, whether you're zero to five years experience or, or 15 or more, I think you, I think you're going to need to be literate on all platforms. Um, you you may be a, a you know a zero user or a QuickBooks user. I think you're going to need to know a little bit about all of them uh, to grow the fastest. I, I, I think that's. It's not so much a challenge that they need to overcome. I think it's like learning another language. Yeah, I think it's just got to be part of that DNA. Are the council's going to be able to do that, Steve? Uh, I believe they will. You're I believe they will. Yeah, yeah. no. At, uh, my, my, what hope than expectation, maybe? My, well, my, my, uh, my late father was a CPA. Okay. So I've got some personal experience on, uh, on how it works. Uh, so. Final question, Steve. Uh, you seem like a very passionate guy. There's certainly a, a tough road ahead of you. You've got a big vision to sell. What excites you most about the next few years for diversifying? Oh, 
Well, one, coming back to face-to-face -face events is, you know, it, uh, it feels good. Yeah, this is my first business trip in three years, so it's, uh, it's a lot. But uh, I honestly think the next 12, maybe even 15 months, uh, we're still coming back out of COVID. I think AccountX London is an anomaly. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful success, don't get me wrong, but uh, a number of our events are not back to yeah, sure. 2019 levels, and I think it's going to take another 12 to 15 months to, to get back there. Uh, depending on the product of, of type of event that we run, uh, I, I, I can see where we will have a live version of the event and then a pure virtual version of the event or digital, because ultimately they're going to be different audiences. Um, so there, there's a lot of room for growth, but I also think we need to we need to reimagine a little bit, you know, what we can do and the experiences we can bring, and the fun factor. I like that. It's a good way to end. <laughs> We've got to keep smiling about it, haven't we? Oh, it face to face won't go away. It's not a matter of that. It might evolve. It might look different. But I think people they, they want to come for work and business, and there's an ROI to it. They also want to smile. They want to take a picture and, and post it at the same time. So a little bit of an entertainment and fun factor has got to. It's just got to be sprinkled in. Look at that. Let's bear that in mind. Steve Dempsey, <laughs> thanks so much for your time. Oh, today. thank you. Absolute pleasure. It's the end of AccountX day two, two days of absolute madness, and I'm here with the woman who put it all together and made most of it happen. It's Caroline Hobden. Hello to you. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You've got very little left of your voice, have you? I have got very little left of my voice, so I'm very sorry. I hope you can all hear me. But well, we've got you on the microphone. It. There you go. Can you put your emotions into words right now after what has been a couple of amazing days? Probably not, to be totally honest, because no. it's just so overwhelming. But it's been an incredible show. We have had support from everybody. You know, so many people have come up to me at the end of the show to say they're so pleased that events are back. So pleased to see everyone back together and so pleased to see Accountex back after three years. It's overwhelming and I feel absolutely elated and I'm incredibly proud of my team. Yes. How tired are you? <laughs> Is the adrenaline of, still flowing through? It, it, it's, it's waning off a little bit now. I could do with a bit more, but no, I'm tired. But I'm fine and I'm just so happy. Bob now, when you look around here, let's just, let's just do that right now, both of us. This is no mean feat and you've been planning this, what, 12, 24 months out to come down to this? Yeah, Give so us a feel for the scale of the operation here. This show was actually due to take place in May 2020. Yeah. And unfortunately, due to the pandemic, we had to uh, say that we couldn't run the event that year. So we couldn't also then run it in 2021 either. So it's been a long time coming. There's been so much hard work in this. We have to thank our clients who've stuck with us. They've supported us through some really rocky years and they've all come out fighting and done some incredible work with their stands, with all their promotion. You know, they've worked really hard. They want to see the clients face to face and they've all had such a great show. It's just positivity through and through. Yeah, and a shout out to Zoe Lisa Cooper, later foundation with getting it to this point. Then we had COVID, but I know for a fact that a, a lot of the vendors and clients, as you say, have said, hey, no, let's just keep our money and let's go again when things open up. And, and that gives you a lot of confidence that you've got a strong brand here. It really does. And I have to say, yeah, Zoe Lacey Cooper, huge shoes to fill. She's incredible. She did such wonders for this show. I just hope that I can make her proud and keep it going for her. But yeah, to the clients, they really did support us and they stuck with us and they knew we'd be back and they wanted to be there. So big shout out to them as well. Now you must have had a million conversations with people. What have they been telling you about how good it is to be back face to face? Oh, I mean, everybody 
was, I think, quite grateful to have a, uh, a 2D environment with the virtual events where we just couldn't do anything else. It was definitely a place for it and it was a way of keeping people together. But nothing replaces the face-to-face -face event. I mean, nothing does. People have tried and they've not succeeded. Um, you know, there's still a place to have a virtual conference here and there if we've got some important subject matters to get out, some CPD points to get. But when it comes to face-to-face, -to -face, you can't beat it. There's nothing like it. Yeah. And it's those conversations you don't know you're going to have are sometimes the most important. The ones that where you just happen to bump into someone or walk past someone or overhear a conversation and join in. Those serendipitous moments. Absolutely. And you can't replace that in virtual. Yeah. So face-to-face -face all the way. Now, there must be a part of you that feels proud of this. This is a big achievement. I know you're going to speak about your team and how great they've been because you can't do it alone. But this is something to be proud of. Do you know what? I am one of the luckiest people in the world that my team is incredible. They have worked their socks off and they've always done it with a smile, yes. you know, they never whinge, I never complain. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I, I'm I'm just one of a very large team and I'm so proud of them. I'm so grateful. But you know what? It is a time to be proud and it's a time to progress and do it even better next time. We're not gonna sit on our laurels. We're here to stay, we're here to lead, and we're going to do a great show in 2023 as well. Well, let's ask you about that briefly, uh, and then we'll let you go and get some rest. <laughs> what are you going to do to top this next year? You're probably already thinking of things that you want to change, modify, and expand. So what are your thoughts that you can share right now? I think we've always just got to strive for the best content. Right. We've got to be going out there and actively looking for the best speakers. You know, we want to make sure that our accountants and finance professionals are going away with a raft of new knowledge that they never had. We've got to go out and look for the new and upcoming exhibitors as well. There's so much exciting tech coming out. We want to make sure that those startup companies are well looked after because the startup companies of today are the big giants of tomorrow and they've all got to be looked after. So there's exciting things. We're probably going to see a bigger show next time, if I'm really honest. We're a little bit tight for space here now. I know <laughs> you can't believe that, but it's a great feeling. Yeah. So just always striving to make it the best possible event for our clients and our visitors. That's what it's all about. You must be pleased, Caroline, as well, at how full the seminars have been oh, because yeah. they've been packed out and standing room only, haven't they? That Absolutely. shows you putting on the right events, the right content. Absolutely. And putting that program together, you know, it is a huge jigsaw puzzle. And we always try and strive for the best. And unfortunately, I couldn't put every single presentation I'd like to put into the program there because we don't have the space. And we have over 180 sessions. Yes. So there are disappointed speakers, unfortunately, which is the, probably the worst part of my job is disappointing anyone when they don't make it in. But the theatres, there was literally a session today where someone said to me that the speaker invited people to come and sit on the stage because there was nowhere else to be. They physically couldn't get anywhere else. So I will be putting in a little uh, request extra budget for bigger theatres as well to try and house everyone next time. What's the biggest lesson you've learned from this? You've been planning it for so long, but now that you've done it, what have you learned? I think one of the nicest things I've learned is that this community really is a community. Uh, that the people in it are incredible, you know. They have all treated me with just such kindness and been so welcoming and they've been wonderful with my team, wonderful with my staff. And, and I think the biggest lesson is that we just need to celebrate in the humanness, if that's even a word, I'm yeah, not sure at this point. all the tech, yeah. there's people, isn't it? There's people. And I think it's a really lovely thing that everybody is walking away with a smile and that makes me chuffed a bit, so it yeah. really does. Now diversified, let's talk about them real quick. Uh, 
this is your flagship event and you've really honoured that with what you and your team have put together. And with the Accounting Influencers podcast being your official broadcast partner, we've done 40 odd interviews with key people on the stands and got a real vibe for how special this is in their calendar. But you're not stopping here, are you? Definitely not stopping here. I think people might be aware of a few launches that we've done this year. So we first of all, we've launched in Spain. So Accountex Spain will be taking place at the beginning of November. Then we have Accountex in Canada taking place at the end of November, beginning of December. And then in March next year, we have got Accountex Australia. Wow. So it's been a lot going on. It's a on. global brand now, isn't it? We've been incredibly you can come over, busy. We're live. This is this is very much how it is right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the pack out phase and, sure. and these guys work really hard to strike this down and Absolutely. we'll be another event. Finally, Caroline, how are you going to come down from this? How will you relax? Apart from a lot of sleep, what have you got planned for the next few days? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to go spend some time in my family, with my children. Yes. And I do might know who you are? Not, any, not at the moment, no. <laughs> I, I might have a glass of wine or two. Sure, you know, you've heard that. Absolutely, but I'm back at work tomorrow. Okay. So I've got so much to do, still got to break down the whole show, so there's lots to be done. But do you know what? I want to stay on this high for a while, because it's incredible. And I, I've been doing this a very long time in events, over 25 years. And uh, this beats every single event I've ever worked on hands down. So I'm going to enjoy it for a bit. Well, on behalf of Accountex Diversified, uh, my business partner Martin Bissett and I that host the podcast for Accounting Influencers. It's been a great being a, a great being a part of your event and we've got to say well done. And I have to thank you as well. The best podcast out there and some of the best guys to have worked with. So thank you for all let's your support. Oh, great let's hug it out. Thank you. And we're done. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by Accountex.